Uh, question number four. My husband makes fun of my faith, or that could be my wife makes fun of my faith, if you're a man, and mocks me in front of, uh, in front of his friends. And, like, I don't know how to handle that. Yeah. Um, well, he's obviously being a very horrible jerk. Yeah, clearly. And I want to acknowledge that. <laughs> <laughs> um, to mock your spouse for anything in front of their, right. their your friends, yeah. to, to be, pick on them and bully on them. It's like, what, are you in elementary school? <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a horrible and wicked thing to do. To do it then because of your Christian faith right. is just that much more because it's a spiritual offense to Christ as well. The way Jesus looks at that, I mean, when, when he, he talks about judgment, Jesus talks about judgment. He goes, I'm going to come in judgment, which people think, Jesus wouldn't do that. That's not very Jesus-like of Jesus <laughs> to come in judgment. So Jesus is like, you know, when I come in judgment, <laughs> he's going to separate the sheep and the goats, and he'll treat them based upon how they treated his disciples. And he goes, whatever you did for the least of these, you did for me. Whatever you didn't do for the least of these, you didn't do it for me. I'm going to suggest that this wife soberly take in the reality that when your husband mocks your Christian faith in front of his friends, he's mocking Christ himself. And Jesus is serious about it. And judgment day, he'll remind him of this. That gives you the freedom to let it go. Because you're like, I'm now going to pray for him. Lord, help him come to repentance so he doesn't stand before you for mocking your name. And it changes your perspective because now you're like, wow, okay, I'm not just petty upset. I'm like, this is heavy weight and I'm praying for them to be changed. Um, so there's the issue of the sheep and the goats. When Jesus confronts Saul on the road to Damascus, he asks him a question. Do you guys remember this? He goes, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Saul never did anything to persecute Jesus to our knowledge. They may have met because they probably all went to Jerusalem around the same time of year. But he's persecuting Christians and Jesus goes, why are you persecuting me? So this, Jesus takes this personally. Mm-hmm. And when you realize that, it changes your perspective, I think. Um, so how, does, how do Christians handle mockery? Then is the, is the new question I ask. How do you as a Christian handle mockery? And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, great, I know the answer to this one. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but it, is, it really is the answer. You know, we turn the other cheek. We, uh, let me read what Jesus said. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and, and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Now I want you to take seriously the judgment that comes on those who mock Christianity and Christians, that they'll stand before God and be answering that day. But I also want you to take seriously the reward offered to believers who suffer mockery. Like, you'll be there, and you'll be getting this amazing reward that God himself goes, I've got a reward plan for you. Like, I don't know about you, but some people are good gift givers, and some are bad gift givers, right? And when you're a kid, you know who these people are. When you get old, you don't care anymore, but... When you're a kid, you're like, oh, Aunt so-and-so, she gives me the best gifts, right? Not like my sister who gave me that pink jacket she stole from who knows where when I was like 11 years old and it didn't fit. Um, Sad true story. Um, She was so high, she didn't know. Um, So I just wore it around all day until she left, and then my mom's like, you can take it off now. Um, Anyway, so... No, not like that. Like, you know, you have these people, you know, like they're the best gift. Christ has a reward for you. And if you take that truly seriously, then you know, Lord, I pray he'd repent. I pray he comes to you and thank you that you have a reward for me in this. I'm suffering like Christ did for Christ's name. There is a glory in that, even though it hurts. And that, I mean, that honestly just changes everything. This lets me turn the other cheek because I see glory even in my suffering. I don't want to suffer. I'm not trying to suffer. But if I do, I have more than enough comfort for it. So this issue then, that feels like it's between you and your husband as he ridicules you in front of his friends, 
is really between you, your husband, and Jesus, who will deal with him, so pray for him, who will bless you, so wait on the reward. Yeah. Finally, um, the last thing is this. Um, we need the capacity as Christians to know faith is a central part of our lives, but choosing who we believe when they speak is a big part of that. So if there's a part of you that believes the criticism, right, mocking Christians, mocking Christianity, mocking your faith, you need to know, no, 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 right, deep down in you that that's just wrong, that he's just wrong there. And just let him be wrong. And I feel like that maturity, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like the maturity where someone like makes fun of you and you're like, eh. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you just, you just know they're wrong. You're not worried about it. That, we need that kind of maturity when it comes to our Christian faith, yeah.